0: Hello and welcome to the Post to Post podcast. This is podcast number 94 on December 29th, uh, 2019. The last podcast of this decade.
1: last podcast The of last podcast
0: that I will host because though moving into 2020, Jason is going to be the official host of uh, this podcast and Jason joins me here today. Welcome, Jason.
1: We're going to try to take a little bit of workload off you.
0: Yeah, I appreciate just,
1: that. Just a little bit less that you have to do.
0: Also, we'll, I th- believe we'll be filming in 4K.
1: Yes. Which this video may or may not be. We may or know. may not be. We accidentally <laughs> forgot to flip <laughs> yeah. flip it back to regular, so we'll see what he does. In the exactly.
0: Um, is it Sunday? Because I am totally out of whack when it comes to days. I've been off work for five days now over in Pennsylvania Island, and I just got back to Fredericton today. And everything's all. I, if you were, if you told me it was Tuesday, I'd be like, yeah, "Okay." See, sure. I
1: worked Monday, Tuesday, had Wednesday, Thursday off, and then worked Friday. So I am kind clear. of the same way too go like our garbage day is tuesday not that this relates to garbage everything day for the so tuesday i thought it was friday for some reason in my head i was like why would i put my like?" i even seen the neighbors i think at the garbage out in the streets why would they have their garbage out in the street on a friday like that's kind of early and then i got home i was like it's not friday it's freaking tuesday so anyway i'm right there with you
0: yeah it's 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 been a wild week it's been a good week though i'm i'm sure you're i we haven't talked in probably nope almost a week i guess yep uh i'm sure you've visited lots with family and so yep. did i and did you, have, did you have a good Christmas?
1: I had an already Christmas. You traveled back to PEI. Yeah, I'm sure most people are aware of that, but why don't you just talk about that a little bit?
0: Yeah, so I went back on uh, Christmas Eve and um, just spent time with family. I really didn't do much. Um, just kind of hung out with mom and dad and uh, drove around to look at some Christmas lights. Yep. Uh, last night, I got to hang out with Chris and Aubrey and, and that whole gang. That was pretty awesome. I played, I think it was think a game called Guess That Meme or something about okay. memes it was basically it's kind of like cards against humanity but you have a you have a meme and you show everyone the meme and then everyone has cards with pre-written scripts or sayings or whatever and then they try and pick the so best so are these
1: are these memes created by the game or are these actual memes that are online these are actual that's memes. amazing yeah
0: it's a pretty fun game and uh there's a not safe for work version yep. <laughs> so we were playing that i was gonna say yep uh it was, it was a lot of fun um yeah, other than that, just kind of relaxed, to watch a couple movies, watched that Ad Estrada with Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Hated it. Really? One of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Ouch. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, what else did I do? Um, I got a new rack for my jerseys. Right on. <laughs> so I put that together like an hour ago. Um, so that's pretty cool. I'll probably show that in a video coming up soon. Um, yeah, other than that, I re- didn't really... Oh, Dad and I filmed a Mail Time episode, so that's coming out pretty soon. We filmed it with his camera pretty weak so other than that not (laughs) much this one
1: not much swag for Christmas then
0: uh no no I didn't get uh didn't get much didn't ask for much zero swag zero swag zero swag swag
1: isn't like you literally didn't get anything Uh, well mom and dad got us a couple things but like normally we like my sister lives across the street now (coughs) we normally give gifts for them like family we give gifts and mom and dad would give gifts and stuff but uh, we decided this year that we weren't going to do any of that so Ah. we hosted a turkey dinner here I bought a 21.6 pound turkey. It was way overkill. We only ate half of it. So I got half of a turkey up in my fridge. It's freaking amazing. Really? I got turkey sandwiches for days. Wow. But uh, yeah, we got some stuff. Big bills. Like, you know, we got some big bills. We got to pay coming up this year for stuff me and my wife are going to be trying. Yes. So we yeah. we just said, hey, we got this coming up. It's going to be a lot of money. Let's not do that. Let's just have a family Christmas. And it was actually kind of pro. Very
0: mature yeah. decision. I
1: hate getting old, man. Getting yeah, old sucks.
0: And that's kind of the thing, too. There's, I mean... Christmas
1: is kind of any day I want it to be. If I want something, I'll just kinda of go buy it. See, I'm the same way. Like today Christmas was for me. I, I, I need a new hard drive for the computer upstairs. Went to Best Buy, bought it. Like there's my Christmas gift, like, just bought yeah, it for myself. Exactly. We a box of day sales, so.
0: <laughs> and then you have to spend money on things that you need, like yep. a snowblower or whatever. Like Did that too a couple months ago. That's the bad part about being an adult, but yep. uh yeah. We had we had a pretty big turkey too, and I absolutely destroyed Did you? The, like there's none left. There was none left on Boxing Day and we <laughs> ate it on really? Christmas like that's how much turkey i ate and just turkey like the next day uh, an entire plate of turkey and gravy Ooh. nothing else just turkey
1: and turkey poops it uh, turkey poops yeah
0: <laughs> man, you, i didn't No, no way. turkey poops man you owned it then no my body's used to that chicken and really turkey yeah that's
1: true i'll give you that i don't know what turkey poops are but and turkey poops are probably not the greatest thing but i didn't have any either so we're we're ahead of the game that's right amazing <laughs> Here's the the 2020. So Christmas was good. Mostly uneventful. Just hung with family. Same as you. Uh, For everyone out there, hope you guys had a good Christmas if you celebrate Christmas. And if you didn't, then, you know, hope you did something that was enjoyable. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I released a video or I had a bunch of videos to pre-release, pre-recorded and scheduled to release. And uh, a contest video got released on Christmas Day. And it was cool reading through the comments on that video because everyone told me what they got for Christmas. Man, people got some
1: swag. And we had a, we had a, a chat created on our Discord server too for holiday swag yes. or holiday hauls or whatever and people were posting in there. So like, that yeah, was yeah. really
0: cool to see. Yeah. If you're not a part of our Discord and uh, if you do have a Discord or if you know what it is, there's a link down in the description on YouTube. It'd be awesome if you could join. If you don't know what Discord is, it's basically like a chat server. It's a chat program, yeah. yeah. And we, we have a lot of fun on there because we do predictions thanks to Jason and his bot. We, uh, we all make predictions on who we think's is going to win each game every night and uh, points are tallied and then there's leaderboards and stuff it's pretty cool yeah
1: so. but a lot of holiday halls in the holiday hall channel yeah there so. was a
0: lot of chat in that channel so yep. it was pretty cool yeah um yeah like i i literally have done zero research for this podcast yep. this and one's I've, on me so i've, I've watched one game a, of hockey in the past week
1: i have a bunch of topics written down so neil actually hasn't seen these yet no he just sat down we turned the camera on so we're just going to go through some of them or all of them or whatever so i figure we start with the world junior since that's what's been going on the last couple of days yes um, that is the one game I did watch the Canada. It's very interesting game. that the entire set of teams in Group B, so Russia, United States, Czech Republic, Germany, Canada, they're all one and one. That's never happened before since they switched this really to this format. Hmm. So it's just it's just interesting. Um, Man, Canada's lost twice. Canada's only lost once. What? Oh, that's a typo. It should be one. Oh, it should be <laughs> one and one. <laughs> Ignore that. Because they lost to Russia. They lost whatever, to Russia, right? and they beat the United States. Right. They got their butts whooped by Russia. so I did not see that game. I want to start with that, even though you haven't seen that. All right, that well, was a butt whooping, if I've ever seen one. I don't even know the score. That's how Six-nothing. Six-nothing? Shut out. Completely. Pulled the goalie after four. It was a mercy pull. Um, they had the second guy let in two goals. So now there's top, or talk about whether they should try the third guy out or go back to the first. Because the first guy, and I'm sorry, I don't have his name here right here now. He was the best goalie in the OHL this year by a mile, wow. according to the analysts. So I don't know if it was just an off night, but there was no fight back from the Canadians. Like when they got down, you think like, hey, we're going to push back. Man, Russia manhandled them. It was, it was, like if you're a fan of Russia or a, an anti-fan of Canada, mm-hmm. it was a great game to watch Russia play. They were all over the Canadians. It was, from the Canadian point of view, it was, I don't know if it was embarrassing, but there was no... There was no pushback at all when they needed it. Hmm. That's interesting.
0: Russia is one of those teams, juniors, men's, whatever. Like when they turn it on, Mm -hmm. you 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 basically you can't stop them. Like that's how talented they are. So uh, disappointing that
1: Canada didn't even try by the sounds of it. But (laughs) well, uh, I mean, it's just it's it's one of those games where I don't know if they're not trying, but it just seems like the Russians were just a step ahead of them the entire game, Mm -hmm. and it was obvious. Like there was, the game was over for. Probably by three nothing, even maybe by two nothing. It just didn't look like Hannah had a chance. Did they look tired? Or was it just a uh, like no, lack of execution? It just there was no I don't know what the word is. There's no oomph. There was no desire. There was to no it. yeah, like there was no like I think desire is probably a good word. Lack for of it. passion. Like I like, I'm not sure what it was. Like once they were down, it looked like they knew they were defeated and they weren't coming back. Hmm. Which is not a good trait to have as a hockey player. So they just played the rest of the game kind of deflated kind just to of, kind yeah. of get it over with. Yeah and you know going into the tournament they said like if you if you read all the analyst predictions most people had the united states to win the whole thing and canada wasn't even in the top 3 for most people's because their team is younger this year than normal which you know i was like all right i'll buy into that and then they played the the american game on boxing day 6-4 it yeah. was a great
0: game it was a great game and man that uh, even though canada won that usa team has
1: some mm, talent on yep. it it's scary yep so I don't know. So after the United States game, I was like, "Oh, well, maybe this Canadian team is going to be pretty good." And then they played Russian. and got their like. I don't know where they are now. Like, so once the next and, game and goal differentials matter. Yeah, I see that on here. So it's so. Um, there's people playing today. Um, I'm not sure what team. So today and tomorrow, I think there's games going on. So this, by the time you listen to this, if you listen to this a couple of days from when we're recording this on Sunday, then maybe this information is not out of date or out of date now. So. Mm. Um, But we can only talk about what we have now. So it's interesting. I I love the juniors. I think it's a great tournament. It
0: is. Also the Spengler Cup, too. I really enjoy watching that. I I know most people don't, but, I mean, it's in the the Davos Arena, the church of hockey arenas. mm -hmm. And, uh, man, I just – I don't even care who's playing those games. Just to see a game in that arena is pretty outstanding. And if you have not looked at pictures of the Davos Arena, please do that
1: now. It's amazing. So what do you think of – of the Sweden World Junior Team. So this is the group stage right now. This is where they kind of, like, determine who's going to move on and then do their little playoff. Sweden hasn't lost a game in 50 straight games going back to 2006.
0: What do you mean they haven't lost a game?
1: In the group stage, so, like, in oh, the, the prelims, oh. they have not lost a game in 13 years.
0: Oh, that's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that's, not, that's not fair.
1: Like, <laughs> it's... Like so some somebody's, somebody's some people are saying, them. like they need to lose. Yeah, they need to lose get, to get the pressure off them because they always win and then they lose out yes. in the later rounds. Yeah, yeah, so they need to get like that. It's kind of weird. Like you need to get the monkey of winning all the time off your back so that you don't have the pressure of trying to keep the mm. streak alive. I think it's a cool streak, man. Thirteen years. It's impressive. Lost? Like that. That'll pro- honestly, that'll never be broken. And it's junior, so these are like under twenties, I believe, is the age. Yeah. So thirteen years, like that's. That's a lot of different kids coming through your program and still not think, losing in the prelim
0: rounds. Think about the Swedish superstars who would have played 13 years ago when that streak started. <laughs> yeah, They're probably on, like they are on their back end of their careers in the NHL. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, which is ridiculous, really. Yeah. That's that's impressive.
1: Um, so I, there hasn't really been anything that was too surprising me so far other than the Czech Republic beating um russia on the opening night oh i did watch some of that game that was a pretty big upset i thought because i expected russia just to blow the doors off that them. was a good game too yeah. to
0: watch uh, from what i have seen but uh yeah i noticed you have down here and maybe you were saving it for later but the helmet drama okay D-
1: yes i did see that okay that gave me vibes of buddy taking a silver medal yeah. and throwing it and I, so let's talk about it first so um B- barrett hayton who's the captain of the canadian team um they got their butts whooped six nothing so, at the end of um, every international game in the World Juniors, they stand up, and the team that won gets their anthem played, and mm-hmm. they stay on the blue lines, just like they do at the start of the game. So, um, they, or Barrett didn't take his helmet off for the anthem, which, to me, is a total douchebag move. Intentional. Yeah, it was um, intentional. Like, he was mad that he lost, and he wasn't going to take his helmet off. Yeah. And so... Um, at the end of the anthem, one of the players... I don't know if it was the captain or... I think it was the captain. was the captain, the Russians, yeah. He skated to the middle of the ice to talk to the ref saying, hey, this guy didn't take his helmet. And you're supposed to take your helmet off. Yeah. It's not like a courtesy. it's You're supposed to do that. So then they go through the handshake line, and the captain's like, no, I'm not shaking your hand. And the three guys following him are yeah. the same way. So that's when the analysts started realizing, because I don't think they were paying too, atten- too much attention during the anthem that the guys had. So they went back and looked at the tape and said, oh, well, this guy never had his helmet off. So... I'm gonna read the statement they put out. I don't know if you've seen it. Did you see the statement, statement? Statement from who? So so the Barrett Hayton put a statement out in hockey Canada. Oh, did he really? So this went out on Twitter probably a couple hours after the game. I'm gonna read it and then we'll share our comments okay. on the situation average. So this is from Barrett Hayton, and I'm gonna put this in quotes because there's no way this is the player talking. This is this is PR. Oh, really? People like buttering it, it up. It is it is I'm gonna read it, but it's gonna be exactly what you expect it to be. Okay. Okay, so listen to this. So here's the quote: begin quote. I'm sorry for leaving my helmet on for the Russian anthem following today's game, and I apologize to the Russian team and its fans. As a leader on this team, I was trying to process the game and evaluate how we can regroup. I was lost in the moment. The Russians played a great game tonight, and my actions were not intended to be disrespectful. My mistakes should not detract from their win. I owe it to my team and all Canadians to be better. Now, number one. Okay, like, obviously, this is speculation on my part, but there is no way... You're leaving your helmet on because you're trying to think of how you and your team can regroup after this brutal loss. To me, this is you got your butt whooped and you're pissed and I'm going to wear my helmet just in spite because I'm angry right now. I am very surprised that they took that approach or he took that approach,
0: whether he said it or whether someone else wrote it for him. The fact that they went that way and tried to play it off like it was not intentional yeah, like, is this was This
1: was me... Looking out for my team on how we can be better for next game, during an anthem when yeah. all my teammates beside me have their like, like I'm sorry, but nobody is that focused where everything around like they start playing the anthem and you're just everything's just black and you're just a hundred percent in yourself focusing on how we can regroup. Yeah, like, this was this was a like, this is a kid, right?
0: And that's and also like that's the thing. He's a kid, like so his emotions are not as mature as. The majority of no. like professional and, hockey players. and we so. can't expect them to be either. For, I forgive them yeah. same way that I for, forgave Lee Sanderson for throwing his medal in Would the, you
1: have rather they just came out, sorry, my emotions got to the best of me? 100%. I shouldn't have done that.
0: Absolutely. It,
1: like, this is a spin to it, try to make it into something that didn't happen. Makes
0: it worse. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. So, uh, yeah, that's really disappointing um, and embarrassing as a Canadian, for sure.
1: So, Hockey, State, Hockey Canada put out a statement, too. I'm not even going to read that because it's just basically the same yeah. thing, saying that they respect the team. But
0: I say good on the Russians or good on that Russian captain for noticing. hundred percent. Bring it up and having the cojones yes. to not shake his hand. Like, the this,
1: is a, this is a Canadian player. This is the captain of the Canadian team. He gets no love from me in this situation. Yeah. Should have known better. Disappointing. Like, yeah, you're a kid. And if you're going to apologize, apologize for what you did wrong. Don't try to apologize and then put a spin on it to try to lessen the effect. Yeah. Because I don't think if he came out and said, you know, my emotions got to the best of me. We got our butts whooped. I was just angry. I didn't take it off. I should have. I should, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's going to be like, oh, well, well it, I don't think this makes it better than no, saying that.
0: If he hadn't apo- if he had apologized, we would have
1: forgiven him because he is a young kid yes. and
0: because he's, he can't control his emotions as as well as he can. And like this isn't new. Leas or Elias Anderson a yes. couple of years ago. In the same situation, in a World Junior game, did something that was considered disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, so, even if, like, I assume the players would have been spoken to from that, that year, like, from the following year on, like, hey, let's not have something like the Lee Anderson thing happen to this team when this, the medal ceremony is going oh, down. 100%. You do what you're supposed to do and whatever. So, that garbage.
1: There's no way that these kids go into this completely yes. blank. They're they're definitely given a crash course PR on, Absolutely. on conduct and stuff like that.
0: That's PR garbage and right
1: there. Yeah, I'm with you. If you make a mistake, own the mistake. Hockey Canada, let the kid own the mistake. He's just a kid. Yeah. And move on.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not a big deal. Apologize and move on. That's right. And I'm sure that the Russians, if they see an apology... I mean, it's hockey. At the end of the day, they'll probably even, they so, might not respect him, but they'll they might accept the apology.
1: So now that this outs, what what happens if Canada meets Russia, coming up in a future game? There's a target on his back. I'd say you disrespected our as country. There should be. Yeah, absolutely. And I can't blame them for it. Nope. I would do the same thing. Yeah, I I I honestly I I feel quite embarrassed. I, um, uh, that, that's why I include that because I didn't like that. I don't like spins. Like what's. I don't know if it's just the, the age we're in. Probably. Yeah. But w- w- what's, what's wrong with owning, like, admitting a mistake and owning the mistake? Mm-hmm. Like, why do you got to be like, oh, well, I was looking out for my teammates and trying to regroup and figuring out how. Like, that's like, yeah, you're the captain of the team, but you're a kid. It's Dale Hunter's job to find out where the team goes next. It's mm-hmm. not your job, especially during the anthem when you just lost the game. Like, yeah, yeah if you're going to be mad and leave your helmet on, that's fine, whatever. I don't like it, but apologize for that. Don't, put the spin on it
0: they tried to put a spin on it where it made him look positive in a way like he was concerned yeah. about the next game stuff which um, definitely could be true i mean he maybe he is thinking about the next game and, but and sure th- all but the, the other players no are way are that's the only thing exactly that was in his head that's that the moment. problem
1: they made it into something that's like i was so zoned out to the fictional. like there's no one's like that
0: yeah i that that is disappointing but yeah uh I mean, that's karma right there. Mm-hmm. If, uh, if Russia ends up playing Canada again, or who knows, or if Canada doesn't do well in the rest of this tournament, you could say that that was the moment that kind of changed things. Obviously, it probably is not going to be, but I like karma, so, yeah. Because Canada didn't do well last year. No. And they don't do well and this I mean, year. I mean, I don't. Then-
1: like I blame him, but I don't just blame him because you know that statement went through Hockey Canada and they added and tweaked it and.
0: Oh, I I blame Hoppy, Hockey Canada. So Hockey Canada, more Canada than you need I blame him. Let the kid be a kid. He's let a him kid.
1: apologize. Yeah. For wrongdoing, let him own it, and move on. I agree. There's not enough of that anymore. Heck yeah, yeah. Heck owned. Yeah. So anyway, I think we're good talking on that. All right. <laughs> um, I want to talk real quickly about the NBC Power r- rankings of the decade. Did you see this list? Uh, no, I did see the Forbes
0: list of best yeah. fan bases i made a video on that okay, on the yeah. second channel i have
1: a different forbes lift later that we'll talk about after but so, so this, this is, is the, the nbc this is nbc sports released the top 20 players of the decade it's the last 10 oh, seasons i see something that pisses me off All right, already see that's, that's, <laughs> see that's why i put this on here so we have the list of 20 people okay so uh one to five is considered the elites six to ten is considered the secondary elites and they considered eleven to twenty just the best of the rest, so that's kind of how I didn't put that on the sheet, but that's how they categorized. Okay. Them. So I also include games played. Okay. That's What the little numbers are, just so you could kind of see. And they said in the article that you needed to have seven years of service in the decade to be considered, but they do have Connor McDavid. Well, on good. There. that's the, I just yeah. What? So we'll get to that. So on like if you look on the back pages, I have some stats here on the top of page four. Just to have stats list so we can talk about that. But right off the bat, what do you not like about this list? Okay, here's the, what I'm saying. Why don't you read the list to the people okay. who are listening first?
0: Number one, Sidney Crosby. 100% agree with that. I do too. Pick. Number two, Alexander Ovechkin. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Number three, Eric
1: Carlson. Now, Eric Carlson was pretty dominant for a few years. But number three? There was a couple years, maybe two, maybe three, where some analysts were saying he was the best player in the league. There is no way Eric Carlson's number three best player of the decade. If you want to put him in top 20, fine. I would say he's definitely in the top 20. Because he was dominant when he was dominant. But... The last couple of years he hasn't been that great, and there he's always been a defensive liability. So he's an offensive defense, but You're gonna put Patrick Kane at fifteen Okay, gonna put Eric we're gonna Carlson get to Patrick no no, no no we're gonna get to Patrick okay, Kane. Okay. That's the one I want to talk about. Okay. just just give him the list. Number four, Patrice Bergeron. Now I love Patrice Bergeron. I don't I don't think he's the fourth best player of the decade.
0: I don't either, but I would one hundred percent have him in my top twenty. hundred percent. Uh number five, Connor McDavid. Uh disagree so, with
1: I disagree with the decade, but I have a stat here, and this is what makes me coming around. So in terms of points per games played of the decade, Connor McDavid is number one with 1.326. Okay. Sidney Crosby is number two with 1.234, and Evgeny Malkin is third with Mm 1.152. So basically... When Connor McDavid came into the league four or five years ago, he came in 2015, I believe. He's been he has led in points per games played. So for those five years, he's been the most dominant player in terms of points. Well, what about Leon Draisaitl? He's not even in the top five.
0: Is he in this list at all? No, because he. Why? I
1: assume it's stats, but I don't know. Because his points per game must be. I don't know. Up there pretty I, 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 high. See, I wanted to have a whole list, but to have so many lists right. of the different stats, it would have been a million pieces of paper, so I didn't. But he was not in the top 10, I don't think. I'm play. not saying
0: he doesn't deserve to be there. Just no, like, but he's his wingman, and he seems like he's doing quite well, too. Like if you're going to let Connor McDavid in there, then you better make room for Leon Dreisadl as well. But anyways, number six, Evgeny Malkin. I'm okay with that.
1: I'm okay with that, too.
0: Number seven, Hendrik Lundqvist. Uh, he was the king for quite a few years. I mean, if you look at the last three years, there's really not much in the last part of this decade that he's done. But what about the first well. six years of the decade? I would, I, you could convince me easily to have him in my top 20, not in my top 10. I'll put would it you say
1: he's the best goalie of the decade?
0: No. Okay. Uh, number eight, Anze Kopachar. Uh, I'm okay with having him in the top 20. Very underrated, doesn't get a lot of mm-hmm. press, so um, good that the analysts have, them, have him on here number 9 Steven Stamkos. I would say yeah, I mean he spent a lot of time injured but I'm okay with Stamkos. Yes, he's on only he's
1: list. only at 617 games yep. played where there's other people on this list that are like Anze oh, like Kopitar 725. Yeah. Um I do have a stat. Steven Stamkos has the second most goals of the decade. Yes. At 332. That does not surprise me. Which is still significantly less than Alexander Ovechkin. Yeah. <laughs> he has 412 at the time which is of incredible. this podcast. So, almost 100 more than the second place wow. person of the decade.
0: Um, number 10, Zedano Chara. This really surprised me.
1: I, really surprised I
0: me. I'm really disappointed with this one.
1: I'd, so, I, I'm going to read the blog, the little paragraph they wrote about Zedano Chara and why they chose him. Okay. And tell me if this sells you on it because it doesn't sell me on it. It says When Chara and Bergeron are together on the ice together, combined with whichever franchise goalie they had in the net at the time, Tim Thomas or Tuqueras, there was not a tougher team in the league to score against. And that is the reasoning they put him at number ten. I I disagree with that. I don't. Like I I'll I'll freely admit I hate Oncher a little more than I probably should because I just find he's so slow. He like, has a lot of flaws. He's slow. He he he, he does make a lot of good oops. plays because his stick is so long. <laughs> but the girth, yes, the length. <laughs> but I don't know. I the, for top ten, top ten, get out of here. I'm not. not a, I'm not length.
0: sold on top ten. Uh, number eleven, Victor Hedman. Um, you could convince me top twenty. I probably wouldn't put him up quite at eleven though. Mm-hmm. Maybe high high teens. Mm-hmm. Number twelve, Duncan Keith.
1: I think I'm okay with
0: Duncan Keith. I'm being okay. there.
1: Duncan Keith was pretty dominant. When Obviously, on the it d- declined recently, yes. but. And that's what we have to remember when we're reading those lists. We're not yeah. looking at the last year or two years. We're looking at the entire decade, which was 10 years ago.
0: And if that's the case, then why is Connor McDavid on this list? <laughs> because if we're not for, looking at the past couple of years.
1: Because for five years, he was the most dominant points earner in the league.
0: <sighs> Number 13, Nicholas Backstrom. I would put Nicholas Backstrom higher on this list. I thought so too. I would put Nicholas Backstrom above Zdeno O'Chara. I would put Nicholas Backstrom at the same level as Genny Malkin.
1: That's probably fair. I think but
0: I there think, is no way that Hendrick Lundqvist is better than Nicholas Backstrom.
1: He lives in, in the, the shadow of Ovi. He that's does. His biggest flaw. that's his biggest flaw, and that's not a flaw in him. That's not a flaw. That's a but, pro.
0: But it is. Yes, I agree. I'm with you there, 100. <laughs> percent Number 14, Jonathan Taves. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, again, decline like Keith. But uh, with without Jonathan Taves, that team does not win the cup. Yeah. Those three years. I'm with you. So I'm I, fine with that. Patrick. Okay, Patrick
1: Kane should one hundred percent be above. Okay, Patrick Kane is ranked fifteenth. This, this is an absolute disgrace. Remember when we had it our is last a, podcast? It is a we were talking about whether we put him in our top. Whatever, top he's three. top three. Yeah. So, um, for points, he's number one he's number in the one. decade with seven hundred and fifty-five points, and Crosby's behind him with seven hundred and twenty-seven. Fifteenth? 15th? He's fifteenth.
0: Unacceptable. Number. Uh, Sorry, go ahead.
1: See, I'm going to read this to you. Yeah. This is their paragraph. It's literally a sentence. Okay. This is why Patrick Kane is ranked 15th on their list. One of the best offensive players this decade. Agree. I agree. Agree. His problems off the ice will always detract from that and be part of his story.
0: What? Okay, hold on. Best players of the decade does not mean best people of yes. the decade
1: hundred percent. Like... And his off-life what? troubles, if you want to get into that, remember he was going to be on the cover with Jonathan Taves of one of that EA game, and they removed him because of that woman who had the allegations yes. against him? Those allegations were dropped.
0: Right. Exactly. And what He about, was
1: not found guilty of that.
0: Didn't Eric Carlson's wife have some drama with another wife on the team?
1: Yes, but it wasn't his wife. It was the other person's uh, wife, and but they still, the other player. But still, just saying. So, basically, someone... Tried to come at him with legal action, and it looked bad for him. Like, I'm not yeah, going to lie. it like, did. But it was dropped, and he was not found guilty. Yeah. So this NBC Sports is putting a guilty tag on him. Uh, absolutely. problems off the ice. When the list is the top 10 Reg- or top 20 players of the decade. Regardless if you believe
0: uh, if Patrick Kane did anything wrong or not, it has nothing to do with best That's right. players of the decade. That's right. So to be objective... He's got to be top five.
1: He's above Eric Carlson,
0: 100%. Absolutely. <sighs> this list is making me angry. <laughs> Number 16, Brad Marchand.
1: I'm actually okay with this.
0: I'm not. I am. He needs to be
1: higher. I agree with you on that.
0: 16 is way too low. Very underrated. Obviously, temper. Uh, I don't like Brad Marchand at all as a person, but as a player, so underrated. You, like So skilled, talented. Yeah. I like, want
1: to read you some more stats here. So these are more Do stats it. from the decade. Okay. So last ten years, I'm going to read you plus minus. You ready for this? Yep. Plus minus leader, Brad Marchand, number one, plus 219. For the decade. For the decade. So in the last ten years, he's plus 219. <laughs> that's, that's that's amazing. That's a, that is amazing. But
0: I am assuming that Patrice Bergeron. Is number two, Patrice <laughs> Bergeron. <laughs> exactly.
1: Plus 200. Number three, Zdeno Chirik. Right. Oh. <laughs> plus 198. Yeah, and then we start dropping. To number four is Ryan McDonough at 181. Number five is Jonathan Taves, but it's all the way down to 143. So there, there is like a 70, 80 point gap between the fifth place person and and Brad Marchand. Not G19. everything is about plus minus, but that's no. a,
0: that is that's worth mentioning for sure.
1: And he plays like Brad Marchand and Bergeron both are power play people, but they're also penalty kill people. Yes. Which, Especially generally Bergeron. speaking, brings your plus-minus down yes. because you're out there at a disadvantage. Exactly. And these two guys are leading in the past decade. Yeah,
0: and if you think about defensive zone draws, I mean, you're putting Bergeron out there for some of those. Or not some of those, probably most of most them. Most of them. So he's put, being put in uh negative... Mm-hmm. I don't have the words, but a negative situation yep. that he has to try and... Like, it's not like he's trying to win a face-off, put him on the ice in the offensive zone. Yeah. Like... If he doesn't win, he's at a disadvantage. not a big deal. If he loses a draw on the defensive end... Yeah, couldn't have been like
1: <laughs> Exactly, so like it's a that's high, impressive. It's a high, yeah. So anyway, I, I'm, I'm with you. I would put him a little bit higher. All I'm right. glad he's on the list, though.
0: I am, too. Uh, number 17, Drew Doughty. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that as well. He he has his moments of question, questionability, if that's a word. but <laughs> <laughs> Number 18, Claude Giroux. Surprise, he is this low on this list.
1: Claude Giroux is number one in assists. In the decade with probably, four four hundred ninety one. Do you know his face off percentage? I don't. I would say that it is pretty good up there, if not first.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, very underrated for sure. Number nineteen, Carey Price. Um, I'm okay with him being in the top twenty. I'm okay with him being nineteen. Uh, yeah. I think he's overrated, but I think he's he was very very good. He's made Canadian team like the, the canadians team a very bad canadians team on multiple years look very good he was so,
1: he was the most hype goalie of the decade i would say for sure like, absolutely when you were listening to analysts talk they'd always reference carry price like well if you have a carry price like that you always have a chance every night and exactly you, yeah so there was a lot of that for a few years so i'm okay with that too
0: uh number 20 pk suban he won the norris he did win the norris but i don't know it, okay hold on wait is he being plugged in here because of his off-ice pluses? No. Cuz like, I could understand that to the if, hospital and stuff like that. Yeah, if that no. and just his personality in general like if this is the rules they're using then
1: So they have PK <clears throat> Su he says it's this is the write up. He appears to be well into decline right now with the Devils but for the first 7 or 8 years of the decade he was one of the league's must-see players.
0: I agree with that. Yes.
1: Uh, One of the interesting things about this list is that P.K. Subban and who was the other one? There's one other player. Every other player except for P.K. Subban and one of these other players, maybe it was Carlson, they've all been on the same team for the whole decade. Only two of these people have switched teams.
0: Oh, um, so Crosby has, Ovechkin has, Carlson has not, Bergeron has, McDavid has, Malkin has, Lundquist has, Kopitar has, Stamkos has, Chara has. Yep. Edmund has, yep. Keith has, Backstrom has, Taves yep. had, Kane, yes. Marchand, yes. Dowdy, yes. Giroux, yes. Price, yes. Subban, no.
1: Yeah. So of the top 20 in their list, only two of them have actually switched teams, which is interesting. That is actually very interesting.
0: Mm.
1: Hmm. So, I mean, it's good for those those teams that have those players locked up. But yeah. I don't know if it means anything. <laughs> yeah. It's but, just an interesting stat. Mm. So anyway, the, the main beef I had that list was Patrick Kane, 15, and I'm glad yeah, we talked about it.
0: That's unacceptable yeah Zidane is not better than Patrick Kane like
1: no <laughs> come on give your head a shake <laughs> yeah no you can't argue with that anyways whew, getting, getting heated all right so we're gonna keep with this theme of lists just because I know you like lists oh man I love lists so a Forbes list um, they have the highest paid players of the year and this is not. This is the cash they were paid out in their salary. So you know how you can sign like a ten million dollar deal, but this year you're getting fifteen, and next right. year you get seven. So this is the amount of cash players are earning this year. Okay. And it's top to most. So Connor McDavid is the most. He's making fourteen on his contract, but he also makes four and a half in endorsements.
0: Oh, so this is salary plus.
1: Yeah, so the first number is the salary. The second number is the endorsements. And then I have in brackets who Which, some of the people are that endorse them. Where so did you he, find this? He has a... This was on Forbes. Oh, really? This is a... He has a huge deal with CCM, apparently. I mean... I don't think I've ever seen a Conor McDavid ad. Have you? Uh... Not a not, CCM one. I have, one. but not recently.
0: I mean, I'm skipping ahead here and looking at Sidney Crosby's, but... mm mm-hmm. like I Like, Reebok with Sidney Crosby was huge back in the day mm-hmm. when he first joined the league. Yep. And, uh...
1: Yeah, I'd, I mean, 4.5 is So the most the biggest player with the most endorsements is Ovechkin. He's he's making 5 million dollars in cash this year from endorsements. So Nike, Bauer, Papa John's, Upper Deck, Fanatics. Um there's a company in Russia that I didn't write down because I just ran out of space that signed him to a, like a 1 million dollar endorsement deal, which I think is the biggest endorsement deal a Russian company's ever given out. <laughs> what are you laughing at?
0: Mitch Marner. Nike, True Hockey, Warrior Beats by Dre. <laughs> Beats
1: by Dre in Red Bull. See, Austin Matthew made two and a half, about $2.3 million. Uh, He was the cover star for NHL 20 for EA Sports. Mm. And he also Wait, had he, that shot on iPhone campaign with Mitch Murray. He makes money from being on the cover? Apparently you make money. And this also includes jersey sales, the second number. Okay. And I believe Austin Matthews had the third most jersey sales. I should have wrote that down, but I didn't.
0: So Connor McDavid, number one, $18.5 million. Number two is Austin Matthews with eight point, 18.2.
1: Mm-hmm. Did I say 18.2? 18.2 million, David
0: McDavid, yep. 18.5. Matthews, 18.2 million. Mitch Marner in third with 18 million. Uh, Tavares in fourth with 17.6 million.
1: So second, third, and
0: fourth are Toronto. Man, this is amazing. Uh, yeah, you're right. T- but Tavares, CCM. Casper mattresses. <laughs> yeah, Tavares is a sponsor for Casper mattresses. That's incredible. Sportcheck and Hyper Ice. Never heard of them. No. Uh,
1: number five, Carey Price. So almost all of this is his contract. He's uh, making 15, fifteen million in cash this year from his contract, and then he has a five hundred thousand coming from CCM, Nike, and Under Armour.
0: That's not much. Nope. For Carey Price, I, I mean, mean you think he's
1: he's not he's not desirable anymore. I right? guess,
0: yeah. It's a slap in the face, mm-hmm. uh, Vetchkin number six, he's making uh 15 million total, yeah. Like you said earlier, Nike Bauer, Papa John's, Upper Deck, Fanatics, <laughs> and, and more. Another one, Eric Carlson is in seventh with 14.9 million, yeah. They didn't list his no uh, endorsements, or they same didn't with, list them yeah.
1: uh, Panarin, who's number eight,
0: they didn't list his either, yeah. Panarin 14.25, Tyler Sagan at 14 million, and that includes his own brand, TS branded hats, yeah, which is kind of cool, Yep. Uh, Sidney Crosby, number 10. That actually surprises me that he's that low. $13.5 million.
1: It's because his cash is only $9 million from his contract. Wait a minute. Reebok is no longer sponsoring? I don't know. It was not listed on the Forbes site. Hmm.
0: Interesting. I wonder how much Tim Hortons is paying. And I mean, him. if
1: Adidas is sponsoring him, doesn't that mean that Reebok couldn't? Like, wouldn't there be a company? Well, the same there? company. Adidas owns Reebok now. Oh, well, maybe they just kind of moved him over.
0: I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe since they did that since adidas now has the nhl jerseys
1: so um in terms this is so these are the top 10 most earners in the league so altogether, they're making 159 million dollars in cash
0: which is less than one baseball player
1: <laughs> it's 10 percent up from last year so 22 22 million oh. of all that is off ice endorsements yeah so you're making about 160 million and 22 of it is is from outside of the game cash so in d- other sports i didn't realize you had this in your room yeah I said that Oh, I thought you were reading it. No, no. I actually have it. So in the NBA, the top 10 players make $600 million. So obviously that's significantly more than hockey, which is yeah. $159. Um, if you added up every single
0: NHL player salary, would it come to $600 million? What's the cap A now? eighty one,
1: eighty $80 something, which is 50% 80, of revenue. That times 31, what's that? <laughs> well, it will be more than that, I would think. Because there's... I don't know yeah, what it is. It wants to say 83. And that's assuming that every team is at the cap. Which they're not. So put se- just put 78 just for giggles. Uh, 2.57 billion. Okay, so yeah, way more. But still. <laughs> yeah. Um, so soccer, like there's all those different <coughs> soccer leagues. They're at 555 million for the top 10. NFL is 376 million. And MLB baseball is 315. So NHL is quite a bit behind. Yeah. But that makes sense in terms of viewer numbers. Oh, absolutely. Stuff like that too. So just interesting uh, stuff there. Um, I,
0: did you know that Fanatics has the contract? Well, you probably know that Fanatics has a contract with the NHL. Yes. Do you know how long that contract is when they signed it?
1: I'm assuming you're not going to like what you're about to tell me.
0: 16 years. Wow. So we've had three years of it, I think, so far. So we still have 13 years left of... Poop. Yeah, I was going to say Garbago. <laughs> yeah, poop jerseys and merch. Yeah. They have a monopoly. They own, well, they have fanatics.com. Yep. They bought lids. Yep. So now all the inventories, which the same you have ranted about before. Yes. FansEdge.com, uh, the NHL shop.
1: It's a fanatics they, experience. They
0: literally have a monopoly. They There's not in like the outsiders. Yeah. Dick Sporting Goods, ice jerseys, cool hockey, sport check. Straight from the Adidas site, that's it. I think there's probably another one I'm missing, but wow, and anyone who's selling on eBay, but yeah, I mean, they had they own half the market, it's ridiculous, anyway.
1: Next, okay, (laughs) okay, Alex Ovechkin skipping the all star game, is he really again? So, what's his reason? Uh, he wants to rest and prepare for the second half of the season, which and I have on here, I think this is just a slap in the face to the league saying, Hey, I want to go to the Olympics. I've been the most vocal player in the league saying that I want to play for my country. This is mm. the second time I'm going to basically be denied that opportunity. So now he's 0-2 in the last two years to go to the All-Star Game. Here's what I'm saying.
0: Mad respect. Yeah, I like it. Super mad respect. Yeah. What would happen if all the players did that? That would be amazing. Think about it. If all the players refused to go to the All-Star Game... That's that's such a slap in the face to Gary
1: Bettman. Like, what would they do? Everyone. the penalty for, and some some people were laughing online, they were saying, like, all the Canadians fans, like, Montreal Canadians fans, were voting for Ovechkin because they knew that he wouldn't go. (laughs) So the first game coming out of the All-Star break, they play Montreal, so now Alex (laughs) Alex Ovechkin's not going to be in the Montreal game. That's pro. Yeah, so, but I mean, if every player, in theory, if every player didn't go, they suspend every player for one game, all the games don't happen. Sorry, ticket buyers, but we suspended all the players. Like obviously uh, they couldn't. There would do
0: that. be, yeah, there would be a major.
1: I wonder what they would do because they can't just think of something because there's there's a contract.
0: I don't know what they like would if do if the penalty
1: in the contract is you miss a game. What do you do when every player decides, hey, we're not going?
0: Even half. Let's just say half of the players voted in, refused to go.
1: Let's say everyone on the list we just read all said no. The twenty. So the tough there's one. still star players but a lot of those main star players aren't there so no mcdavids no crosby's no matthews marner yeah so you'd have some people there and then you'd have like the b-ranked players or like the a-minus which are still extremely good good players but but the whole point of the all-star game is to see the best players hmm it'd be interesting
0: i don't i honestly don't know what they would do it would be like wasn't there a bunch of players who refused to go to the White House one year? I don't Was know. Was that two years ago or?
1: I I don't know. I know in other leagues they have and yeah.
0: yeah. I just don't know what. I'm not. Obviously, that's a completely different thing for completely different reasons. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just noticed we're both
1: wearing Dallas, by the way. Right on. Shout out to Fro for giving me this hat. <laughs> Shout out to T Park because he lives in <laughs> near Dallas. Shout out to T Park, the number one Colorado Avalanche fan <laughs> in the state of Texas. Yeah. All right, All right, so we'll move on from that. So did you see this? Jeremy Roenick was suspended from NBC Sports. Heck yeah, I did. This is amazing <laughs> okay, so, in a bad way. I don't know why
0: you would say this. Well, I think that he would say the same thing to his but wife what, and the girl.
1: But what does his wife think when she, he, she, he sees her say this? He's
0: probably said the exact same thing to something to her face based on what he said. Okay. So do you
1: have his for, quote from the I podcast? I do. So for people that aren't aware, he was on the Spittin' Chicklets podcast. And, uh, on December 19th and on it, he described a summer vacation he took in Portugal with his wife and then Catherine Tappan, who works for NBC as well. Yep. She's like a blonde hair woman. I'm sure you've seen her if you've watched NBC sports. So he said he was at a hotel and one of the guests approached him and asked if the three of them were together. And when I say together, I mean <laughs> together. Right. And then he said, um... His quote was, I play it off like we're all going to bed together every night, the three of us. <laughs> he says, if it really came to fruition, that would be really good. <laughs> but it's never going to happen. <laughs> so basically, he goes on a podcast right, and yeah. says he wants to have a threesome with his wife and his one of his colleagues.
0: Yes, but did you read the rest of his quotes from that podcast?
1: He also talked about Patrick Sharp. Is that what you're talking no, about? No, no.
0: He sa- He said... My wife and Tappan are close friends. They scream and yell at me, but listen, it's worth the yelling. There's no question. Ronick went on to praise Tappan by saying, One of the most professional sports personalities that I know. She is as prepared as anyone. She wants people to respect her for knowledge of sports, not just because she's a pretty face. She is true blue, one of my favorite people in the world, and I'm lucky that I'm next to her, and she's a good friend of mine. (laughs) To me, his quote is, because he said, They yell, they yell and scream at me because he's, which insinuates to me, he said silly stuff like this to them.
1: So from what I read, like you and I will have conversations that we can't have on here, obviously. (laughs) Of course. So she may be totally fine with that. Yes. Outside of the cameras. Right. And she even came out and said that on Twitter, but publicly Mm -hmm. she's like, I can't condone that. That's not appropriate. Right. Of course. But then, like, so getting back to the, his quote, he had Patrick Sharp. He was talking about Patrick Sharp, and he said... That part was weird. <laughs> he is so beautiful. i have to think about it if he asked me. Yeah. I wouldn't say no right away. No, they know each other, so yes. that's kind of a funny little... But it's thing. still a weird thing to say.
0: It is, but I mean, are we this offended in this world today that... We are uh, totally... Like, it's ridiculous. Think of
1: how many things we've talked about in the last
0: eight weeks. I. It's a good thing that I don't have an actual professional sports analyst job somewhere for sport check, whatever, because I'm thinking back on videos that I've done. It's on, a good thing you logos. don't live stream. Yeah. But like, you, like, you remember the, some of the logo videos when there's like a big rooster on there. Yep. And I said,
1: looks like a big rooster. looks like a bunch bank. of cocks. Coming yeah. Out.
0: Like, can you imagine? Like, obviously that's just something funny, but some noob out there will look at that and be like, well, he can't say that Fire.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, that's
0: the world we live in. It's ridiculous. Anyways, I disagree. Have have a sense of humor. Stop
1: being so soft. But do you think telling the world you want to have a threesome Uh with your wife is not smart? (laughs) Yes, that's pretty stupid. (laughs) Not smart. (laughs) Like there's other things you can say. Yeah. Don't say you want to have a freaking threesome. That's just I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Like I like I just I don't know. That's just Uh, like dudes bold. He's very confident in himself, clearly. Heck, yeah. Good, good on him. Yeah. but but Probably conversation know. that... Spitting Chicklets is kind yeah. of a famous podcast now. I wouldn't... You know, I'd be yeah. careful what you say <laughs> on there. Exactly. Um, I want to talk real quickly about a quote Mika's Mika ad had this week. All right. Um, talking hey. about hard work versus numbers. So hard work versus stats. So he's basically saying... I'll give you his quote in a minute. But he's basically saying that a lot of times... A player can work his ass off and make a play happen, but he doesn't get a point for it. Yes. But some guy who's basically doing nothing and cherry picking can get get two assists and it looks like he had a better game. Yes. So here's his quote. He says, In Sweden, everything was about how hard you worked playing every game like you were going into battle. In the NHL, everyone just looks at the numbers. You can play like beep, but easily get away with it if you get two assists. Mm -hmm. So there are advanced stats that I'm aware of that show hard work as a, as a number, but for the regular fan or just the casual hockey fan, they don't know about those stats, and they're right. not easily accessible online. It's These are generally, like, internal team stats. So, like, I, I, I don't think the teams look at this and say, we think this guy who got two points and did nothing else the other rest mm-hmm. of the game did better than you, but I think in terms of the perception of the public that that is probably true, because... Absolutely, a lot of the main stats, which a lot of them are kind of irrelevant in a way, because there's they're situational, or there's you need to have more information that's just available in a casual stat, right? Yeah,
0: I mean, there's power play specialists too. Yeah, and like mean, if I mean Johnny, Johnny Gaudreau, not to pick on Johnny Hockey here, but he gives the puck away a lot, but he also puts the puck in the net a lot and gets a lot of points. Mm-hmm. He's definitely not the hardest worker on that team.
1: Like I know a lot of of the people in Toronto have been kind of picking on Matthews. Well, not. As recently, But, like, a few weeks ago, they were saying he wasn't really back-checking hard and working hard. Mm-hmm. But he was still getting the odd goal or goal to a game. Same with Vetchkin. So they're just saying he's not playing, you know, both ends of the ice as hard as he could be. Mm. But he's still putting up numbers. So other fans are saying, well, he's still getting two goals a game. What more do you want from him? Mm. It's like, well, I want him to back-check when, you know, it's a two-on-one. And he exactly. could easily skate a little bit harder. So... I think that happens for sure.
0: Oh, absolutely. And there's like, it's hard to, for the average hockey fan, I mean, I'm just going to pick on Montreal here a little bit because I watch them the most, but I know who the hard workers are in Montreal. I know that Brendan Gallagher, even though he gets a decent amount of points, he's the hardest worker on the team. He's always going. You can probably mm-hmm. know that from watching Montreal Canadiens games. He's all over the place. Yeah. He's, he's feisty. Uh, another player is Arturi Luckinen. Doesn't get a lot of points, but man, he does a lot of hard working. Uh, stuff away from the puck, he creates a lot, and uh, he's good defensively. So, and may, but he'll never get praise. So, mm-hmm. I, I agree with Mika Zibanejad's. And it's kind of like defensemen,
1: too. Like a lot of times when we look at defensemen, we look at how their offensive production. Absolutely, it's, like, it, it's hard to quantify defense
0: and mm-hmm. and quantify hard working. Like, how do you do that? Well, well, yeah, we might
1: be able to assume With there these are yeah, there's stats advanced coming, stats that still. we don't have access to. But I don't know. Hockey's not really an advanced stats. I think advanced stats can tell you how someone did in a game, but mm-hmm. I don't think you can use them to predict how well people are going for it. It's not like baseball where you're analyzing every yeah, pitch and. Moneyball. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's quite there, but I do think advanced stats do tell a lot of the story that the main stats don't.
0: I think advanced stats uh,
1: are like, crucial for fantasy. Brian Burke hockey. had an advanced stats in Calgary that calculated when goalies went out to play the puck how many less checks their defensemen took from the forwards coming in which reduced injuries That's like that was a the stat they tracked like they said based on how many um pucks that the goalie played this half year that was 185 body checks that their defensemen did not have to take so
0: they had that advanced stat to create predictive situations they or non situations
1: yes they have like they have most teams have a department or a few people that calculate what the team determines to be yeah. Important internal stats that we don't even know exist. Like, like there's some people that are listening to this that would i I know are up like people in the Discord that they're very up to date with advanced stats. Yes. So a lot of the stuff they would understand, but I think there's stuff that even the public doesn't have access to that there's teams that are tracking. Like oh, absolutely. they're literally tracking everything. Like, who would th- Who would think like to track the uh, reduction in hits based on goalies playing the puck behind the net?
0: Like, absolutely. There's probably we're gonna get an advanced stats of how. M- like, how many milliliters of water a goalie drinks <laughs> during a game? Like, yeah. It's, it's going to get ridiculous.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, I just wanted to talk about that because he was pretty heated about it, you know, because, mm. you know, he he likes to consider him. As like, I I think that's good that he came out and said and that. he's because, a hard worker, yeah, so he's, he's, a he's a allowed to say hard, that. He's a very hard worker. Yeah. He's a good player. All right, did you see my topic number eight? So, uh, in Toronto, there was a double shooting. So, this cop goes to the scene of a double shooting. So, two people have been shot. And Global News, who's a news company here in Canada, it's like Fox News or something, but it's a smaller version of that. They had their camera crews out recording it, and they look inside the cruiser, and the cop inside the cruiser is watching Hockey Night in Canada on his laptop, while everyone outside is dealing with a double homicide. And his cruiser had supervisor written on it. Here's a- <laughs> so he's the boss. He's the guy in charge. He shows up to the scene. Now, this is not. These these people are not. They didn't die. They were sent to hospital with non life threatening injuries, but they were shot. It was a double shooting.
0: This is not a laughing matter, even though I have a smile on my face. But
1: shouldn't you know better if you are the supervisor to show up at a double shooting scene to be like, hey, they got it. I'm going to flip the game on and sit in your freaking thing by yourself while everything else is going around. Like, people are being interviewed. you got news cameras everywhere, and you're mm. sitting in your cruiser watching hockey. Was it just a regular season game? <laughs> he was just hockey in Canada. Here's what
0: I'm saying. I am guilty of watching hockey at work in my past. I have not done it probably in about three years, but I have done it in the past. But my jobs in the past <laughs> have been... Extremely insignificant in the
1: compared to a going to a double <laughs> shooting scene.
0: Yeah, my my previous jobs have no impact on the well-being of a human being. So uh, I would say not smart.
1: But like that's almost like a fire department showing up to to try to save your house, and four of them are working on it, and the fifth guy is just sitting in the thing watching hockey. Yeah, playing Tetris on his game players, yeah. like and like the, the worst part was he had the supervisor on his thing like he's literally the guy in charge and he's sitting in his car watching hockey now which is like the most canadian story i think i've ever heard in my life but still
0: it is so not not that i'm trying to defend the cop because it, it, regardless you shouldn't do that but what if he needed to stay in the car to wait for a call to come over the radio and yet we, instead of just sitting there and waiting for the call to come he decided to watch a little hockey while he waited for the call <laughs> I still don't think you can do that I agree <laughs> but still
1: yeah like he's the boss well, i guess he can do what he wants but that's amazing i global sent yeah. a request for comment to the station and they came back and said that they're going to deal with it so oops all right what's next and that's pretty much all i have for topics the only other thing i had was just to close out was just maybe you could talk about the year the decade and then maybe kind of what you want to do going forward, or what you hope you'll do going forward, or because I mean, this is a this is an end of the year, end of the decade. You putting a lot of pressure on me right like, now. This is, and you weren't prepared for this. I was so. not
0: prepared. Uh, yeah, I mean, looking back at the decade. Uh,
1: so are we three years in or two years in? It was twenty seventeen. So is that January twenty seventeen? So is that two
0: years or three years? <laughs> twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, twenty twenty. This will be three years. Yeah. Post post third birthday. But we're on the fourth season yes. of NHL coverage. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, because so I started halfway through. It, so it's
1: been a little while now.
0: It's I mean three years is a long time. You're right. Uh, three years is is a long time. The first year, um, the goal was 500 subscribers and 365 videos in in 365 days. I think it was ended up being like 22,000 or something and subscribers in that year, and 421 videos. So smashed the first year for Mm -hmm. sure. Second year was, I think it got up to 38,000. And this year was pretty tough for the channel and for me. Uh, (laughs) It's when we were only at like 40. I don't even know what it is anymore. I don't even look. It's like 44,000 or something. Um, But I'm actually going to... It's funny that you brought this up because I'm going to make a video on the second channel, which is named More Post to Post at the moment, uh, titled Why 2019 Sucked for Me. So I don't want to release too much information in this podcast because I hope you guys go over and watch that in the next couple of days. I'm going to release it on the first day of 2020. Have you already done it? No, I haven't done okay. it. Okay. Uh, and that's not, I'm not saying that in... All of twenty nineteen was bad for me. There was a lot of really amazing things that happened uh, in a, to me in twenty in twenty nineteen. were pretty great, but uh, there are a lot of really bad things that happened to me this year too. It's probably one of the worst years of my life, unfortunately. So
1: breaking bones.
0: Uh, yeah, breaking bones and just, just I'm gonna get I'm gonna get more in depth into my personal life than I've ever done before Ooh. in the past three years uh, on YouTube. So I hope you guys can check that out and learn a little bit more about me, even though most of it's embarrassing. But um, yeah, I feel like it's time to maybe share a little bit with you guys. So I'll be doing that. But as far as the channel goes, I'm not disappointed how many subscribers I have compared to other people or uh, whatever. And now it's transitioned to, I mean, the channel kind of started out with just me and then Justin joined for some videos and then he kind of started his own thing. And then I guess at the, around the same time we started the podcast and you kind of came on and then I moved away and then it kind of went back to myself for a little bit and then dad came on. So um, even though it's technically my channel, I've never really been alone for mm-hmm. the most part, which is pretty awesome. I don't it, There's a lot of other hockey YouTubers who can't say the same thing and do things on their own and I don't know how they do it because... I wouldn't be able to do this on my own, and I'm super grateful that I have people like you and, and Dad and, and others and stuff who contribute. So I'm super lucky. I'm I, I I don't consider myself a smart person, but I'm smart enough to know to surround myself with <laughs> awesome people. So uh, yeah, right. That that is that works in my advantage big time. So uh, like I said, not really disappointed with the number of subscribers. Disappointed that I can't monetize this channel and that I'm being forced to. Take some of the content and put it onto the second channel, but I kind of wanted to do that in a way anyway. Because this, uh, as much as I like talking about hockey, I have other things to say mm. about other things. Yeah, not that I think that other people care about what I say about other things, but I well, don't know. But
1: we know they do because when they have any acts go out, people enjoy them usually.
0: Yeah, it's just, and I don't care that if people are interested in me as a person. I just there's there's almost something therapeutic mm-hmm. about. About talking about whatever. Yeah. Because it, I don't think I would have realized that unless I started a YouTube channel. And I'm, I'm not getting all preachy or <laughs> we're psychiatrist. Getting, we're here. getting I mean, real deep here. Folks. I'm just saying that I don't know. There's just something about like having a yak. I really enjoy having a yak because having a yak has. If you don't know what having a yak is, it's it's the other podcast that we do. Uh, it's on the second channel.
1: It's also through, if you're, if you're an audio listener, it's through this same post it'll, the yeah, post channel. It's just, yeah. it's just a different labeled episode. Yeah,
0: so it's, and if you don't know what it is, it's, we just talk about life, and really it's, we talk about whatever, answer questions, I ask ridiculous questions to people and they answer. You're literally having a yak. Yeah, I don't think you've ever been on having a yak. No. Well, we gotta change that, but...
1: I don't have all the life lessons that life Brent lessons. has. He's got a lot. He yeah, does can, have a lot of life Brent lessons. Brent can bring his life lessons in and talk about <laughs> anything. I'm pretty boring in retrospect. No, you're not. Uh, but it's,
0: it's videos like that where it's basically a conversation that I would have with whoever's in front of me, regardless if there was a camera on or not. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little less swearing. <laughs> <Yes>. But <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy doing it. Um, I, I mean, I, I enjoy everything i've been doing this for three years both channels combined plus a podcast probably approaching 1500 videos mm-hmm. total i can genuinely say that i do enjoy doing almost all of it the only thing that i really don't like doing and it really it's i would say it makes me unhappy but i dread it is research for the podcast <laughs> For this
1: podcast, but you didn't do any. It's of this so then. time consuming. It's very time consuming. It took me like three and a half hours to get this stuff ready yesterday. Yeah, and and, and it's not it even that shows. much, as you can see. We just zip through them, but you have to find stuff, and you you want to try to be right about what you're talking about, and you it's kind of hard too because you want to find stuff that's interesting to at least something that's interesting to everybody that will listen to it. Like maybe they don't not yeah. interested in everything, but something they'll find interesting.
0: Absolutely. Um So yeah, that. Like that's, that's, I find that I just, I just dread it. I've just done it so much. And you know what? Sometimes I don't care about a Philadelphia versus Kings game, or I don't care about a Minnesota wild versus Winnipeg game. There's just some games. I just don't really feel like watching it, And I don't really feel like watching the highlights, mm-hmm. but I have to mm-hmm. because I got to talk about it. Yep. And that doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen sometimes. And so uh, a lot of people talk about burnout.
1: Oh, burnout's a th- thing burn
0: a thing Mm -hmm. uh i'll talk a little bit about that in my why 2019 sucked for me video on the second channel coming up but uh it definitely exists and i mean there's definitely times when i'm just like i don't really feel like filming and this is the year where i kind of made the decision well if i don't really feel like filming i'm not gonna film Mm -hmm. and that's gonna hurt me but mental health Mm -hmm. uh so i took I took a lot of much needed time for myself this year and uh, probably let some people down watching and, and stuff, but I'd have no regrets. I have no regrets. I'm more happy at this moment and this point of the year in my life right now than I've been in years. Mm. So uh, I have, I have no regrets. So um, thinking about some of the things I want to do in the future for 2020. And maybe this is something you can help me with because you're pretty smart when it comes to this stuff too. But uh, I'd like to do some camera, or not camera, uh, photography tutorials. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I don't,
1: I think you've talked about this before.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you guys know, but uh, I am when I'm not here. I'm a photographer, um, uh, mostly landscape. I like nighttime landscape shots. Mm-hmm. So like anything to do with Milky Way, stars, uh, moon. Uh, light painting that way, it's it's really really interesting to me. Time lapses at night, I, I just find super interesting. I think because it's it's a type of photography that the typical photographer can't. It's not that they can't do it; it's just that it takes so much patience. Yes, that most don't. So the fact that I was able to kind of get through the the grinder of learning it and having the patience now, it's luckily for me, it's 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 easy at this point. So I was thinking that maybe I could pass along any knowledge that I do have in video form and a tutorial and maybe show you guys how I take pictures at night. And I know there's a lot of people who maybe gotten their first DSLR for Christmas or the past couple of years, and maybe they find it a bit intimidating and there's a thousand hundreds of thousands of maybe millions of tutorials on YouTube about photography and maybe even specifically night photography. But if you like me or if you like what we do here, Maybe you'll get to see a video on that that you m- might not have ever seen from anyone else. So if I can provide any information that I do know about a topic, I'll, I want to do that. And photography is one of those topics that luckily I do
1: know quite a bit about. So, <laughs> And sometimes it puts you in very interesting situations, folks. So yes, yeah. I'm going to bring up a topic and you're going to remember when I talk. So we were down at the lake. My parents have a lake. I don't know and where this is going. You'll know in a, in a minute. So um they have like a trailer or a camp um they used to rent a place that was on a lake and then now they have their own property and we go down there all the time so one time neil and i and another friend of ours russell we took our cameras down to the beach and we oh. were going to we were doing some kind of milky way shots with a reflection of <laughs> of the lake in it so i think we went out to the end of the wharf didn't we and were we sitting in someone's boat no we were just on the end of the wharf we were standing up okay. or sitting yeah And then, so we're just, it's like pitch black, right? Because that's how you need it to be when you want to take night photography. So we're at the very end of the wharf and we have all our cameras set up on tripods. So we've got like three tripods and all these cameras aimed up at this guy. And, you know, you you can't really see us. Like it's dark, but anyway. We're we're talking too. Like it's very obvious that we are there. So this guy comes down with his girlfriend and they're like totally drunk. And we're just like, okay, whatever. But then all of a sudden... (laughs) Like, at first, I think he had a, a, a firework in his hand, didn't he? Yeah, they let off and some And he was going to try to light the firework from his hand. So, at first, we thought, like, we're going to see this guy, like, blow his hand off. Yeah. Which would have been brutal. So, anyway, they let those go off. And they're, you could like like I said, you can tell they're just, like, pissed drunk. And then, all of a sudden, they're like, hey, let's go for a swim. And the girl starts taking her shirt off. We're like, oh, okay, this is an awkward situation. And we kept talking. Mm-hmm. and. They just we talked louder so they would know that we were there. And I, I, I don't know if they were just so drunk that they didn't know us. But then they get in the water and then eventually the girl's like, hey. <laughs> and we're just like, hey. <laughs> What's up? So that was awkward. So if you're into photography, you could definitely look forward to might, getting into some situations <laughs> like see that. see some nips.
0: Yeah. Um, actually, I have that. That was a time lapse. That was a time lapse. I have that. Do you have that? Yeah. Interesting. I, I don't know if it's readily available that I can put it into this video, but... And it's definitely not 4K, so I probably won't put it yeah. in this video. But, yeah, some situations for sure. So I'd, like, I'd definitely like to do that on the second channel. Uh, and I, I currently live in a pretty cool spot where I can just kind of... 30 get, seconds from me. Yeah, and walk across the road to a pretty awesome spot yep. for night photography. So um, I'd like to get back on my feet again, or skates, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not skated since I broke my ankle. So I want to make a video of me skating for the first time since I broke my ankle. And I also want to film the video explaining how I broke my ankle, which <laughs> is probably eight months overdue. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that needs to happen sometime soon, probably in the next couple of days, actually, because I have Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. Oh, you were lucky next three days. So yeah. Uh, what do you want to see in 2020?
1: Um, for the podcast, I'd say I'd like to keep working on our set. Get the yes. shelves up if we can. Uh, Neil brought two totes of decorations, Heck you want to yeah. call it that, to put up. Um, I would like... We have a third mic now. Uh, yeah, see, it's, it's a temporary a, mic. It's a very temporary but, mic. Um, Justin was on the podcast last week, I believe it was, last weekend. Mm, yeah. Yeah, and we didn't have another mic like this for him to use, and we didn't have one of these, so he had to use a clip-on mic. So at least if we do have a third person, we can give them actually something in front of their face. Yeah,
0: Rode has created a mic called a Pod mic, which is basically this mic, but a smaller version of it. So I'm going to wait until it goes on sale and buy a couple. I don't know when that'll be, but...
1: Yeah. Um, I would like to have, like we've already talked about this, I'd like to be able to have people on as guests. Yep. So they call in somehow, right. whether it's a phone or a Discord or Skype or something, it would be an audio version probably, just them calling in and then we have a conversation. Um, Soundboard? Yeah, we nice. have a soundboard, we have a metal thing to hold the iPad, with, so we've, and we've got the cords hooked up, so that's almost ready to go, so that yep. should be pretty quick. Um, Want to show them that panel? I made a fake video as Did a test really? video, and I showed this panel in it, even really? though that video will never be published. Uh,
0: so uh, basically, we have some DJ lights, and uh, we're going to run them into this little light panel, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. It's
1: almost like an audio mixer for lights. Yeah, it's
0: weird. So basically, there's going to be colored lights shining down on this table, which will kind of color the the table uh, and us a little bit, and then more shining on the background to change the color of the background. Now, there's already a light down here, which you can see if you're watching the video version, lighting the background in red. Um, but those lights can be changed on the fly by Jason off camera there with that yeah, slider. Yeah, we got sliders
1: yeah. and pre-programmed buttons and- Yeah, so if we're
0: talking about the Dallas stars, he just basically flicks a switch over there and their background turns green. So mm-hmm. we just wanted to make a little bit more dynamic, a little bit more interactive. Yeah. Um, so that's a
1: change. And um, you already mentioned the shelves. Yeah. I would like, if possible, this is a logistical issue, but I would like to do a podcast from the lake. Yeah. So with people like skating and playing hockey behind us, po- I think that'd be cool to take the podcast on a location somewhere.
0: Possible. Uh, 100% possible. Issue is audio quality, but mm-hmm. not, it won't be that bad. Wind might be an issue, but. Uh, so yeah, basically we want to set up a table in the middle of a lake, frozen lake and do a podcast. Yeah. From the
1: Literally go out on a lake <laughs> or a pond. It's not like a huge lake. It's just like a, yeah, it's, it's like, like a, a, b- we call it a lake, but it's basically like a pond and there's like just up the road here, there's people that skate and play hockey and stuff like that. And it'd just be cool just to kind of take it on location. It'd just be a cool different backdrop. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It should be something different. I don't know if anyone's even ever done that on YouTube. So it might be a YouTube first mm-hmm. hockey, hockey podcast from the middle
1: of a lake. Yeah.
0: Um, but
1: no, and just. You know, mm. further changes to the podcast. I like I think, like yeah, just little stuff. I mean,
0: I don't know. Uh, I like to do more food stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I like food. Trying. Okay. I got a bunch of stuff to try. <laughs> uh, so, like the whole idea. There's a third channel called Canadians Try Stuff. If you're not aware, the idea for that channel was that I would curate that channel or produce it, but I wouldn't actually
1: and I hear on it shot that idea down he is now going to be in them
0: uh i don't know about that yes i would prefer to just have people on that channel that are not me and subject them to
1: i would prefer things. to not be here but we don't always get what we want what do you mean you prefer not to be i've here? always told you i want to be in the background not in front of the oh, camera same here <laughs> but, i mean it same is, same it is, how it is. <laughs>
0: um so i like i want to i i would try the same food on the second channel okay but I just like I want. I wanted the third channel to not be me and just something that I p- produce or we gotcha. produce or whatever, and just have like new personalities on there. It's just not my face over again or your yeah. face or not. There's anything wrong with your face, but <laughs> <laughs> there's lots wrong with my face. Uh, yeah. So I don't. Mm, I don't know when the next video on that channel is going to release. Yeah. Hopefully soon because I'm. I know some people in this. I know some people in this town. I've met do. some new people in the town through work, so they might join me,
1: um, or not join me, but they might. Make an appearance on that channel. Um, There's something else I am kind of looking forward to. All right. And it's not really related to this channel. It's actually related. Well, it kind of is. It's with Justin and Hands Down Hockey. Oh, snap. He That's has. Gonna he, I'm not going to bring this up. I'm not going to say what it is. But he has a couple ideas for videos. Yeah. And both of us think they are freaking amazing ideas. They're not something you can do with just two people. It has to be at least three. Even if we could get more, that'd be great. I don't know if, mm. if where we are, if we could get more than that. we're going to do it just him and I just you and him and then I'll be the judge or whatever so I don't want to get into it though we'll save it it might not
0: get a lot of views but it's going to be an enjoyable video it's going
1: to be a cool video yeah yeah uh very so I am looking forward to that it was his idea and it's it's an awesome idea. yeah I can't take credit for that it was definitely his
0: idea uh that'll be probably coming in the in a little bit uh another video that's coming is Justin and I are having a nugget eating I am
1: absolutely looking forward to this and that will be a good video
0: to watch uh, that's coming on the second channel. Uh so we're gonna buy a bunch of McNuggets from McDonald's. Yep. And uh whoever can eat the most wins. Yep. And I don't know what they win. We'll figure something out. I think it was just a gentleman's.
1: No, I'm gonna I'm gonna put something in. Yeah.
0: All right. I'm yeah. down for that. Um oh I tell you what I am super excited for is something that I can't talk about. Oh, that's, that's happening awesome. in uh there there's a trip happening in Ooh. June. And uh I will, I will just say that it's very similar to the trip that I was on in 2018. Yeah, last year, technically, last year.
1: That is one thing I can say about this year is we we got to meet more people from the channel, like through, not, I guess, viewers, really. That's how they found us. They became viewers, and now they're friends. Absolutely, yeah. We got to meet Cale. Uh, shout out and- to Joey. Um, he said he would come up and join this podcast in the new year. I'm holding you to that, Joey. You've
0: just said that on
1: a podcast in front of everyone. So yeah. now Joey has I'm to calling be. you out publicly. You're just next door in Maine. It's not super close, but you know, mm-hmm. four hour drive and you're here, I think. So come up for the weekend and join us on the podcast. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I got some hot sauces for you to try on camera. <laughs> I don't think anything would phase him. No, he's a legend.
0: Yeah. So, uh, ooh, yeah, that's all, that's all I got. I'm going to the Boston Bruins versus Pittsburgh Penguins game. Uh, January sixteenth. Already have the tickets bought. So if you're gonna be there, come say hi. Can't remember what seat I'm in, <laughs> but I know I'm at literally Just the last row. Face.
1: Just look for that face. Just scan the outside top yeah. and look for that face.
0: <laughs> um I will be wearing a Boston jersey.
1: I don't Oh, you're think a that. fake fan.
0: Man, you gotta support the home team.
1: Yeah, you're going in as a fake fan.
0: It's awesome. Oh, it's I a, it's would, either that I wear a Pittsburgh jersey. I
1: wouldn't wear a Montreal jersey to a Montreal really? game. Nope.
0: Uh, I my my rule is going to always be wear the home team's jersey.
1: Really? Yeah. What if they were playing Montreal? I wear a Montreal jersey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I'm just, just joking. Broke, just
0: broke I one. actually wouldn't wear a Montreal jersey in Boston. No, jersey. I think that'd be suicide. Yeah. I wouldn't like Tampa or something. Yeah. I don't think I have anything other,
1: anything, other, anything else to say. Nope. That's I'm, that's it. We're going to a new decade.
0: Yeah. Uh thank you once again for everyone who donated to our our desk fund yes, here. The table fund, yeah. We're up to thirty two people who've wow. donated. So there's only there's only
1: three 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 days left, two days left. Two days. So by the time you read this, there could be only or read this, read listen this. to this. Listen or watch. it could be only one day left. So Yeah, so we have
0: a donation linked down below. It's almost closed, I would say. Yeah. And anyone who donates in this month gets their name put on a plaque and as a support for for this desk. So uh this desk is is I mean, it wasn't cheap, but
1: it was a lot cheaper than if we were to buy one.
0: yes, and uh, it's cool that you guys contributed and and like this isn't this isn't really my desk. This isn't really Jason's desk nope. it's like it's your desk like it's yep. it, I've always kind of felt like this channel is your channel. like if you make a suggestion, I think one of the first videos that we were all in was a suggestion from a fan uh, react to Gold horns.
1: That was a big video.
0: That wasn't my idea. I didn't even want to do that video, but I did it because someone suggested it. The
1: Discord was a suggestion by a guy named Andy. Yeah. It wasn't even our idea.
0: Anyways, I've always kind of done whatever
1: Where appropriate.
0: Um, I will say one thing. Do you remember Fan Friday?
1: I do. People love Fan Friday.
0: Yeah, that's coming back.
1: Yeah, people will be happy to hear that.
0: Uh, Probably going to start that, what's today? Sunday <laughs>
1: today is Sunday. Same as every other podcast day. Uh, I don't want to get
0: too bold, but you can probably expect a fan Friday in five days. <laughs>
1: That's pretty bold. So,
0: uh, I don't if I want to do it every Friday.
1: Hmm. Um, I don't know. You have to come up with a schedule that works, like yeah. once every two or three weeks, or once a month, or something. Yeah. I'd, I I people, I shy away. Do from, enjoy
0: it. I shy away from weekly commitments. Yeah. Because I mean, in two weeks. I ain't going to be here on Friday. So are you going to be here on Sunday? Late.
1: Probably like out. five o'clock.
0: Cause there ain't going to be no
1: podcast with just this face by himself. I'll tell you that. I'm right thinking now.
0: there's probably not going to be a podcast that weekend, <laughs>
1: but we'll, we'll uh, figure it out. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I don't have anything else to say, so uh, maybe thank we you. can
1: do a having a yak and pre tape oh.
0: it and release it. Super good for idea. That week. Super good idea. So there's something. Yeah, we got to keep it rolling. Really, really good idea. Yeah, okay. uh, I have nothing else to say. I, do I thank you for allowing me to be the host uh, until the end of this decade. And I, I did 12, 12 of ninety-four. <laughs> I I now pass the torch <laughs> back to you. Pressure from here on out, it's all you. Pressure. So, uh, with that said, with that segue, you can end this podcast.
1: Uh, Neil's still going to be here. Like he's not oh, disappearing. Not he's just not starting it. I guess. That's right. Um, yep. So if you like this video, click like and subscribe. Is that how you say it? Sure. If you're listening on audio like, yeah. like Spotify or iTunes, I freaking love you guys. You guys are my favorite. Not nothing, I'm not taking any away from the YouTubers. You might want to listen to episode 100 if you're not a good listener. Just saying. Oh, we can't talk about that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the, the audio version people have a special place in my heart. That's for sure. So. I'm going to let you close this out because this is literally the last of the decade. I can't take that from you. All right. All right.
0: Uh, Thanks guys for listening and watching. I really appreciate it. Uh, over the past few years, it's been, uh, I mean, literally post to post birthday is on Wednesday. So it's, um, it's pretty special. So thanks for all your support over the past three years. I really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. I love all you guys, all the comments, uh, positive or negative. I mean, yeah, it's cool. If you want to argue in in the comments is engagement's cool Like, There's nothing wrong with good hockey conversation or good hockey debates, so uh, I enjoy it. Um, I'm really appreciative of everyone I've I've met through this channel, uh, through Patreon or Discord or in the comments or in Twitter, just in general. So many amazing personalities and people out there, so um, I'm really, really grateful. And I'm excited for the future, so thanks for for, for listening and watching, regardless if you're on YouTube or iTunes or whatever, um, however you consume our content. You're awesome. So thank you. We will catch you in the next podcast, podcast number 95, next weekend.
1: the next decade. In the next decade.
0: <laughs> Adios.